right, blessings to you all. Hey, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm Pastor Terry and the lead pastor here at Cornerstone Church in San Francisco, and we are delighted to have you. You know, this is not just any Sunday for us. This is our Vision Sunday 2021, which means we're going to talk a little bit about some of the exciting things that God has put into our heart and uh, together as a community, how we can pursue that. And in the process, we also want to explore how we can continue to keep the momentum of breakthrough going in our own life with the Lord. And so I deeply look forward to this moment, these minutes, and this time together. But yeah, breakthrough. Uh, it's the word we felt led to embrace as we made our way and are even now making our way into 2021. Now, if you, if you remember, some of you do, I know, when we started out January 2020, and I must... I must say that January 2020 doesn't just seem like it was a year ago. <laughs> it, it seems like many years ago. So much transpired in 2020 that it just felt like one of the, well, it felt like the longest year of my life. And I think some of us can relate to that. When we started the year as a church, we wanted to plant a theme, a theme that had to do with sowing and watering and, and reaping, right? Believing that God was going to do something remarkable as we committed ourselves to be sowers in the field. And, you know, um, I still believe that, that that's actually happening, that the breakout that we are pursuing is actually connected to the sowing and the watering and the reaping. It just, it's just something that is taking a little different pathway than we would have imagined. I think in some ways it's more connected than we could have even envisioned it. Because if you think about a seed in the ground, you know, as Jesus talked about it, you know, first the blade when it pops out of the ground and dies in the ground, but it, it lives in a different way. First the blade, then the ear, then the corn in the ear. This idea of expansion from what is underneath the ground in, in a place of captivity in the ground comes the bursting of life. And that life builds a momentum, first the blade, then the, the ear, and then the, the corn inside that ear. In other words, there's a, a dimension of life that is compounding. And this is what we are believing for as a church and for all of us as individuals following the Lord, all of us as men and women who are trying to make room for what God wants to grow inside of us. And how the Lord wants us to bless as sowers in the field, right? And so uh, this is our word. It's the word that we felt called to embrace. And I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited about the continuing story of the Lord at work in us as a people and connecting the things that we were experiencing pre-COVID with what we are anticipating and believing for post-COVID and along the way we are embracing promise together. And so, you know, listen, here's a verse, Ephesians 3.20, I think is something we want to hold on to. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. This is the God we follow. This is the God we serve. He's the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hey, God can do it. It's part of his promise, and we need, to, we need to hold on to it, believe for it. Why not? 
Why not? We're invited to. And, um, you know, you have not because you ask not. We might as well ask. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about where we envision going as a, as a church in this coming year, this exciting year of transition. As we watch things unfold and come out in different ways, you know, the, ground, the seed that goes into the ground, as Jesus said, it dies in the ground. He was talking about himself, you know, like the seed dying in the ground. But when a seed goes in the ground, it, it, it breaks forth into new life, right? That's how the life comes. And in so many ways, but it's different, right? It's different. And in the same way, you know, it just the, the same way that the seed cannot, you know, bear much fruit unless it dies in the ground. In a similar way, we have felt what it is like to be under the ground. We felt captivity. We felt confinement. We felt a dying. And we look forward to this, to the breaking through of life. And we should be preparing for it, claiming it, um, getting ready, praying into it, positioning ourselves attitudinally for it. I mean, this is something that God's asking us to do and inviting us to do and welcoming us to do. And as a church, you know what we're going to do? In, okay, let me tell you how we're going to go about this service. We're going to have different, a, f- a few different small sharings from different parts of our pastoral team and leadership team. And we're going to try to set the table for the things that we are most excited about as a church. And just talk about that just a little bit so that we all have a sense of where we're going. And then after that's done, I'm going to come back around and I have a a short teaching. So it's not just vision casting today. It's also a teaching from the scripture that's designed to not only keep our church moving in the direction of breakthrough, but also make sure that our, in fact, I think the emphasis of the teaching at the back end of our time together is about how we can keep the the growing edge, how we can, how we can keep moving forward with the breakthrough that the Lord is calling us into. So I'm looking forward to that before we even though get to their little sharing time, we have a song, but it's not just a song. It's it's an invitation to, to worship. And that means when we sing with an intention, with our hearts open. And in fact, I was thinking about this. uh, It was something that, that uh, Phil invited us to do, um, at the, you know, when he was leading worship at the first service of the year, remember he said, you know, if, if you can get out of your couches and stand to your feet and, 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 and I, and worship. And I did. And you know what? I was really blessed. Um, I stood up and I worshiped and I lifted up my hands to Jesus and I sang. And so we're going to sing a song called the Waymaker. And I want to invite you to stand if you can, I mean, you may not be able to, but if you're able Stand in and let's worship him and sing this together for he is the way maker. And Lord, we invite you to make a way of breakthrough in our church, for our church and for us. Ah, Yeah, that's what we ask in Jesus name. Amen. So here we go.
Cornerstone, Pastor Sam here, and I've been invited to share a little bit about growth and discipleship. So one of the things that you'll see us pressing into this year is something that I've been calling discipleship initiatives. We looked at sort of key areas of growth throughout the life of somebody who's trying to follow Christ. And we broke it down into sort of 12 topical areas. We're going to spend about three months on each area. So for January through March, we're digging into the topic of discipleship. What does it mean to be a disciple? How do we act like a disciple, what did Jesus say his disciples would be and do and, and those kind of things. And then for the next three months, we'll dig into devotion. What does it look like to be devoted to God? How do we relate to God? You know, what is that meant to look like? And, and how do we apply that daily to our lives? And we'll continue on every three months with a, with a new topic and a new way of being equipped and encouraging each other, walking together as a church community. And the idea is that all of us church-wide are digging into these topics to whatever degree we can in a given season, um, but we're all moving together. And we'll talk about it in our kids' church. We'll talk about it in youth ministry. We'll talk about it in our small groups and in different areas of ministry, pursuing this growth together as a community. One of the ways that we'll be engaging this and what has continued to be a key part of how we help people grow in the Lord is in our groups. And so we're definitely encouraging people to hop on, to find a small group, and to engage in community, even during this time where we can't gather fully the way that we want to, we'll have them via Zoom or we'll have sort of a blended model. Um, and when we can actually safely gather again, once the vaccine's in place and all that stuff, then we'll look to do that as well. But there's so many things in the Bible that are, are sort of postured as do this to one another. So pray with one another, love one another, serve one another, care for one another, forgive one another. You can't do these things in a vacuum. You can't do them by yourself. And so being in community where we can 
come together and, and do those things is, is such a key part of following Jesus. It's not meant to be a solo journey. It's something that we are invited to do with one another. We are changing up our, our midweek services as well. We're actually gonna have some new content. I'm gonna be teaching a little bit. We'll pull in other members of our teaching team to talk about these discipleship initiatives as we're calling them to maybe teach for 15 minutes and then move over to a Zoom conversation where people can ask questions and, and tangibly look at how we apply that to our lives. So our, our hope for this year is that we can provide handles or, or ways to take hold of the truths that are in the Bible, the things that Jesus said his followers would, would be or, or would do, and that we would have each person in whatever way we're ready to engage aspects of his word, being able to apply those truths to our lives and then be able to live out of that in all of our circles. So with, with our friends, with our, our families, our marriages, our coworkers, and really anywhere that we go, that we'd be able to, to live as people who love Jesus while holding to the truth and the life-giving aspects of his word uh, and, and be able to help guide others in what it looks like to follow him as well. And so you don't have to do any more than you want to, but we'd love to have you along on the parts of the journey that you're able to and we'll move together as those who are seeking to follow the Lord, seeking to be disciples of His within this community. I have this word, and the word is called community. And it has letters of you and I. And this is how community works. I am so passionate about getting you and I involved together in the community of Christ. Jesus lived in a community and he invited it for all of us to see and to be a part of. My heart is for our church to get involved, to find a place and a space for all to encounter the community that God wants you to have. Now, what makes this so great is that we're able to express community in various expressions and forms. Maybe for you to join a prayer walk or a prayer hike, or check out a shape group online, or become active at Kids at Cornerstone Ministry. Maybe for you to log into different community chats with ongoing different topics, or for you to join new expressions like the marriage course for married couples, and we have so many more new expressions that's happening that's yet to be announced. Community takes time, work, effort, but I've seen it firsthand that if you do this together with others, that it affects everyone around you, and more importantly, your walk with Jesus. I dare you to break through in 2021 to find community. Blessings. Hi, I'm Chloe Cahill, and I'm the Outreach Coordinator here at Cornerstone SF. And what that means is I get the privilege to partner with local and global organizations that are doing awesome work around the world or also locally and finding different ways that we can not only strengthen them but also provide volunteer opportunities for our own church members. And so for 2021, the local three-pronged initiative, we want to continue, we want to strengthen. One was with Prison Fellowship and that was focusing on prison reform. The other for our foster care system through partnering with Foster the Bay, where we can learn what it means to be support friends for those who are taking up the challenge of becoming resource parents. And then the last is education, and that's partnering with Rise Prep. And that is actually in our local community in Bayview. So for us in 2021, what I'm really excited about is that we are going to be partnering with global organizations. We're actually partnering with organizations that are either co-founded or founded by Cornerstone SF members. One is in Burkina Faso and it's called Tebo. And then the other is Reacts Ministries. And this is actually focusing on Thailand and Cambodia. The last is with Children of Grace. 
We want to share these stories with you and what, what all these organizations are doing. And then hopefully that will also inspire us to continue to learn and seek out, Lord, what is it? How is it that you want me to partner? That's my hope and that is my joy of what I hope to bring to Cornerstone SF. One of the verses that comes to my mind is actually Matthew 25. And in here, this is where Jesus lays this beautiful parable about when you serve the least of these, you are serving him. And for us at Cornerstone, that's what we really want to see, is not only us serving each other well, but also the most vulnerable within our community, locally or globally. And that is what we hope for in 2021. The lights on? Yep. I, I can't see the red. Yep. Okay. Yep. Red lights okay. on. All right. Go. Does it tell you in there that it records? If that's red over there. That would tell you. Hi, I'm Rick Narvarte, the creative director. And I'm Vincent, we're doing full names. Full names, yeah. Vincent Nell, the production director. You might be wondering, what's the difference between a creative director and a production director? Well, essentially, we are both responsible for all the creative and digital offerings you see here at Cornerstone. Vincent and I get to work with a great team of people who are pushing forward this content in such a creative way. Whoa, are we animated? We are animated. Rick, did you have something to do with this? I had a little bit to do with it. All right, I guess we're gonna have to roll. Let's just keep going and work with this. The creative and digital team, we want to create fun, fulfilling content for you, for wherever you are, in your spiritual journey with God. Yes, so if you would like to sit down and have a steak tonight, we've got that on our menu. If you are wanting some greasy McDonald's french fries, we've got that on the menu too. Or maybe you wanna have a shared meal with your friends. And some of your friends are vegans or vegetarian. Well, we've got that on our menu too. The point is we hope to offer so much content that wherever you or your loved ones are on their walk with God, as Rick said, we have that for you to engage with, to hopefully bring you closer to him. So what does that mean for 2021? We are looking to create new content, new kids content, new podcasts, improvements to our Sunday service, all to build your relationship with God fully. Now Rick. Yes. There's one question that I get asked a lot right now. And I'm here to tell you in front of everyone that no, the church will not be getting a TikTok account. Oh, darn it. No, <laughs> but seriously, Vincent, what is happening for Easter this year? This year, we will be debuting our original musical as it is written. It was the one we were gonna put on last year, but had to shelve due to the COVID pandemic. So we're gonna film it on stage. We're gonna stream it to your houses. It's gonna be online only, no in-person, but we are so excited to present it to you that way. We cannot wait, because we waited a whole year for it. We did, we yes. Did. And the beauty about these things, especially the something like the musical, is it's designed specifically with the guest in mind. So if there's someone you've been wanting to invite to church or share the gospel with, or who's exploring the ideas of faith, this is who we create the musicals for. So as soon as you see the ads, start sending them and inviting them. Yeah, we are excited for 2021 because we know that it's gonna be 
A year of breakthrough. A year of breakthrough. Definitely a year of breakthrough. And that's what we're hoping for you, for us, for everybody in this city. And with that, we have a lot of work to do. And so we are gonna get back to work. Whew, thought I was gonna be a cartoon forever. Wouldn't be that bad, right? Nah. All right, <laughs> thank you so much. Looking forward to 2021 with you. Was I slouching the whole time? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. families. I'm Christine Leong. I have the privilege of serving in the kids ministry. I am convinced kids ministry is God's favorite ministry. You know why? Look it up. Jesus talked about the children a lot. These are impressionable years and we want to help make their experience learning about Jesus a vibrant and exciting one. We will continue our kids online services and as of today, we will be featuring them on YouTube. Some of the events we're hoping to implement in the coming year are socially distanced and virtual art classes, parent workshops, which will be starting on January 31st, virtual VBS, we'll bring back Family Portrait Day, and uh, we'll also have virtual contests and prizes. Hey kids, it's Teacher Jay. Well <laughs> You already know who I am. We're launching something completely different and I'm, I just have to tell you, I'm real excited about it. We're doing a web show. It's gonna involve puppets. There'll be lots of shenanigans. The, the, uh, the idea of the show is it's more or less trying to unpack the Bible stories in a really relevant way. Kids nowadays consume information way differently than they did when I was a kid. We're tying it all together with the Bible stories. The Bible stories that you've heard, but we're gonna tell them in a whole new way. So I can't wait to have you guys witness the first unveiling of our new web show, coming very soon. Hey there, Cornerstone family. My name is Jonathan Aratzes, youth director here at Cornerstone Church, and I'm very excited to be able to share with you today about the youth ministry, my heart for it, and some of the things that we have plan for 2021 for our high school and middle school students. I think the youth ministry is such a unique ministry for a couple of reasons. One is because we're able to share the gospel in fun and creative ways, and we're able to impact the next generation of leaders within our church. And I know Cornerstone feels the exact same way. I'm excited to be able to share with you today about some of the goals that we have within the youth ministry and how we're striving for breakthrough in the lives of our students, our youth leaders, their family, and overall breakthrough in our relationship with the Lord. So some of the plans that we have this year, I'm very excited. One is gonna be, we're gonna start these Sunday devotional videos that tie into our Bible studies for our high school and middle school students. I'm also very excited to share that this year we're gonna be finding new resources to impact our youth leaders so that they can be the role models that the youth need. So with that being said, I am very excited for the breakthrough that the Lord is bringing to our youth ministry and to our church overall in 2021. Where we remember his promises and that is in love endures forever, we're able to move forward even if we don't know what's ahead of us. Have a good one and be blessed. You know, breakthrough for us, as I mentioned earlier, at the outset has two sides for us as we make our way into 2021. One, it has to do with 
as we've been hearing, what our church is aspiring to, you know, collectively as a community, as a family called together. Um, and it's also something that I think God, well, I know this, I believe this, that is something that God desires for each one of us as part of that church family and community. And I, and I, and I mean that for anyone who is connected to us, who has been connecting to us uh, over these past months, or maybe just recently, or maybe today for the first time. But if that's the case, I mean, you're also part of us. And my conviction is that God wants each of us, uh, by his grace, to experience dimensions of breakthrough in our lives. Of this, I am convinced, especially spiritually. You know, I'm talking about our life with God, that we would see him more clearly and love him more dearly. So, so I definitely believe God is calling us to places of breakthrough when it, when it has to do with our relationship with him. But I think it's also true for ourselves. And there might be different areas actually where God's trying to help us grow us. Like in some cases it might have to do with, with uh, our emotional life. I know this has been a very challenging time for many of us, and, and, and some of us are, are really struggling here. Others of us might have to do with relationships, our relational life. That God is really wanting us to become healthier and better and through the application of effort that we would grow in grace and mercy and in our capacity to, to love and, and to receive love. And, and those two are more related than they would seem, the ability to love and receive love. Some of us, we actually are, are better at loving than receiving it. Some of us uh, have, have been broken or disappointed or wounded that we, we struggle with actually receiving love. We have an easier time giving it. Others of us, uh, it, it, we honestly, we're more able to receive than we are to give. And I know the Lord wants us to, to have a healthiness wholeness about our lives, that the breakthrough that he's planning for us is connected to being able to, with his help, become more loving people. And, and that's his goal for some of us, to, to be more loving, to be more kind, to be more forgiving, to be more gentle, uh, you know, to be more like him. And for others of us, it has, has maybe this breakthrough is going to look a little bit more like helping us to be more open to being loved. Some of us are like a broken jar. We've, we've got a crack on the bottom because we were hurt. And so when love is poured in out of our insecurity, it flows right out. You know, we are, the scripture defines it sometimes, well, describes us as human beings as jars of clay. And jars of clay are very fragile things. They can be broken. They are broken easily. And I think we as human beings are more broken than we realize. And breakthrough, paradoxically, in our lives may look like the Lord sealing up those broken places so that we can contain the grace and the love that he has for us, especially when that comes to us from others, you know, I believe that the Lord is inviting us into wholeness and that 
I guess that's one of the things I want to say from the outset, that breakthrough for many of us is going to look like an increased wholeness at work in our lives so that we're healed or we're healing and we're getting better. And the, the season that we found ourselves in has only helped to stimulate a hunger for the Lord to work his goodness in our life. You know, for some of us, the breakthrough is going to be in our heart. And, you know, the Bible reminds us in Proverbs 4, 23, to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life, the healthy and the abounding life that begins always in the heart. When we try to, I think it was Dallas Willard who said, when we try to make rules for dying to the flesh, we are likely to miss the core problem. Yeah, this is what he said, which is not our behavior, but what is in our hearts. The heart, my heart, is the key. The heart is the key. Listen, listen. Key for breakthrough. The heart is the key, but the heart is dominated by what I think upon, what I dwell upon, what I'm occupied with. So this is worth noting. So much of breakthrough is connected to what we think upon. Philippians 4.8 says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, this is from the NLT, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I mean, if we just seek to do this better, this one thing, like if we simply just say, Lord, you know, the first part of this year and maybe a big part of this year is just going towards this one thing about my thinking patterns and my go-tos. We're going to have breakthrough. This is going to be a breakthrough year for us, right? You know, what is, what is the scripture saying? Fix your thoughts on the good. And it's not just good as everybody interprets good. It's, it's what the Lord says is good. It's on his words, his principles. And stay with the positive and the beautiful, and I mean the healthy beautiful. Which is why we, we really need to consider, as we make our way into this new year, what is dominating our thought life. And this is where I really want us to push a bit. Okay? What is dominating our thought life? Because the thought life is the key. As a, as, a, as a man, as a woman thinks, so they are. You know, as we make our way into this new year, what are we fixing our attention upon? Uh, what, is, what is occupying us? What, it, what is the, the, the consuming or the, the primary focus of our thought life? And this is one of the reasons why I really do believe that social media and reading choices, entertainment patterns are significant. I'm not being, I am not being puritanical. I'm just being totally transparent. Honestly, I'm, I'm speaking to you as a shepherd in the Lord that these are big deals because they are the things that are shaping our thoughts. And remember, the thoughts, the things that that we focus on, right? How we think is where, we're end up, where we end up going. It's, it's, it's what we think upon that shapes our heart. What we think upon shapes our heart. And what's in our heart 
comes out in words and deeds. Think about that. So, so these issues, these, uh, the, the social media, the way we engage our phones and, and our, you know, just the inflow of ideas and all the voices that are out there. The scripture says oh, there are so many voices, none without significance. Everybody's talking. It's noisier than ever. We're getting bombarded by this and by that media feeds and, and entertainments and, you know, choices, options, and everybody's saying, you know, uh, get our service, you know, before we know it, you know, we've got how many different uh, subscriptions and they're all collecting on us. And you'd say, oh, I'm saving money. You told them all up. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, paying more than ever in some cases. But I'm not just talking about monetary consequences. I'm talking about what it does to us mentally and emotionally and spiritually. That is my concern. Because again, I think the heart is shaped by what we fix our thoughts upon. And so what are we fixing our thoughts upon? Come on. That's what I'm asking. That one of the keys to breakthrough for us will be fixing our thoughts upon the right things because what we fix upon <laughs> mentally is going to affect us emotionally and spiritually and relationally. My feeding patterns, my, you know, if I feed on his word as a dominant theme in my life, the harvest that will come will be life-giving. You know, Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. Uh, far from being constraining, they're actually designed to keep us at peace. And when we align ourselves with what the Lord says is true and lovely and of good report, what happens is the more aligned we are, the more at peace we will be because we will be settled in our spirit. You've heard me talk about the gift of equanimity, the idea of being calm, not at war with ourselves. How much of our battle? I know there's some things that are spiritual, I get that. I'm a true believer in that because Jesus taught that. Scriptures make it clear. Apostle Paul was clear about it. I mean, there is a spiritual warfare component here. There is evil and there is an evil reality out there that is designed to pull us away from God and to cause us to yield to our lowest impulses and pull us into places of bondage. And even now, Lord Jesus, we pray into that this year for dimensions of freedom in your name. But I'm also talking about the choices we make. The choices we make that are connected to just patterns and habits in our lives. I think we need to challenge that in the Lord and in the power of his love. Because again, what we think upon shapes our heart and what is in our heart is what comes out in our words and deeds. One more time, just because it's a critical piece here for your well-being. What we think upon is what shapes our heart and what is in our heart is what comes out in our words and our deeds. Again, I referred to Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks, so he is, as a woman thinks, so she is. I'm convinced that God wants to work breakthrough in our church in fresh new ways in 2021, but also for every one of us who are a part of this church in 2021 and also in the lives of those who we are connected to in our relationships and whose paths we are going to cross. That the life that is in us, when the life of the kingdom is at work in our lives, it is going to affect other people. It infects, it infects is a good word, but it affects environments. Like the reality of Christ at work in our lives with humility and sincerity and devotion always is a catalyst 
for some type of a blessing. So uh, whether it, that breakthrough for you and me is connected to spiritual things, so whether it's spiritually, emotionally, relationally, intellectually, you know, that, that may be what God, God may say, you know, one of those areas, one of those quadrants, the Lord may say, you need to zero in on that. The spiritual, the emotional, the relational, and the intellectual. But for some of us, it may be physical. Like God is saying, this is going to be a year of, of physical breakthrough, or it might have to do with financial breakthrough, or it might have to do with vocational breakthrough. So what area are we supposed to be contending for and praying for and believing for? Like, which area? It might be helpful to think about that. So that's a, a question for us. What area are what areas of those that I just mentioned are we sensing God calling us to focus on? Where do we need to contend for breakthrough the most? Spiritual, emotional, relational, intellectual, physical, financial, or vocational. You know, we'll call those the, the seven. It might be worth pondering. Some of us, we might want to journal about this. We might want to write our prayers and our thoughts, create some space for some longer thinking. Might be worth talking to our spouse, you know, or our closest friends about this. Might be worth discussing in a small group context. I always talk about the value having a small group. I mean, a few of them. But spend some time with it, right? This is a great week to take inventory. It really is. Using the momentum of this Vision Sunday to not just consider how the Lord is wanting us to participate in church life as we think about where our church is going by faith, but also thinking about how we are to focus in in terms of our own heart with God and where our breakthrough focus needs to be. You know, you, we, again, we have not because we ask not. And a lot of times we're not asking the right questions because we're not creating any room to reflect on our life and to listen for God. And so that's something else that I really want to encourage all of us to do is to have a vision for what God can do and then create space so that his word can do what it's meant to do in us. I'm gonna come back around. Um, I do have <laughs> one final thought to share, but we have, this is the time when I remind everybody about our time of giving. And, and again, you can do this the traditional way, send it in the offices, uh, online, of course, yes. And through the app, which is the way that I, I give. I, um, but I always like to say, you know, before we ever give, you know, let's give our hearts. In fact, the two are connected, I've found. Mm. So even now, Lord Jesus, as we prepare to share this moment and then close out with some final thoughts, we welcome you into this time. Let us share this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to fill the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way Hey!
Breakthrough, that's why, that's God's will for you and for me. Uh, as we make our way into the coming months, as a church trying to respond to the vision that God has given us, we want to keep doing the good work. We want to keep sending out the seed of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, and spreading it to the highways and the byways. People's hearts are open. They're seeking. They're lost and broken. And God wants us to be, as a people a church, living out our faith in Jesus and inviting others into life with him. And that means, you know, for the breakthrough to happen in our church, it's got to happen in the lives of the people in our church, in you and in me. That's very important for us to remember, right? And I don't know what kind of breakthrough God wants to work in this coming season. I know for a ch our church, it's going to be, you know, about trying to run a, a kind of hybrid model where we, we can do this online and at the same time begin to regather at appropriate times in appropriate ways and hopefully come back together again and, and just create options. And those options for service and for doing good and for blessing, all the things, building community, engaging life, enhancing friendships, all the good things that we hope for and are believing for and are committing ourselves to. But when it comes to us as individuals, I believe the Lord is calling us to contend for breakthrough as well. Now, for some of us, it will be a very clear sense of a specific area where we are to contend for. And maybe God is saying that to you right now, like a targeted specific area that we are to contend for breakthrough in. For others of us, it may be a more comprehensive one. 
a holistic kind of breakthrough rather than a specific area. Whatever the case, let's be open and obedient. My prayer for you and me, I really mean this, is breakthrough. Because you know why? He's so good and he's so God and he wants us to so good and so God. <sighs> let's remember that. You are loved. May he keep you in spirit, soul, and body. In Jesus' name.